Okay, and welcome to February 15th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. I'm your host, Joseph DiCristoforo. Thanks for listening. On today's program, the Maine will explode, leading to the Spanish-American War. The first teddy bear will go on sale. Def Leppard will get kicked out of El Paso. And we'll talk about sports news with the NBA, boxing, and the Winter Olympics. So let's get started, shall we? 1898, the Maine explodes. Exactly how, the world may never know. But it did lead to an American war with Spain, which didn't last long, and resulted in America becoming a world power for the first time. It was also America's first imperialistic war, and newspaper tycoon William Randolph Hearst lit the whole thing on fire. The Maine was a very proud American battleship that was in Cuba to protect American interests after rebellion against the Spanish. It blew up in the Havana Harbor and sunk by reasons unknown. It was suggested at the time that a mine blew it up and that Spain was responsible. War was inevitable. The Spanish wanted war with America back home, and the feeling in America was mutual. Hearst and his yellow journalism propelled America opinion into choosing war with Spain, not just because of the destruction of the Maine, but also Spain's long and brutal history of suppressing the Cuban people. President McKinley would declare it, Teddy Roosevelt would join the Rough Riders, and the war was over within three months. And not only did Spain lose Cuba, Spain also lost Puerto Rico, Guam, and the Philippines. In 1976, a naval investigation suggested that the Maine was destroyed not by a mine or other act of Spanish sabotage, but likely a fire in the ammunition stocks. Although that, along with everything else in this story, is quite debatable. Getting back to the Rough Rider. 1903, the first teddy bear goes on sale. Yes, the teddy bear is actually named after Teddy Roosevelt. The reason why the teddy bear is so darn cute and fluffy and adorable is because deep down inside, so was the Rough Rider himself. Champion of the Square Deal, leader of the Republican Party, war hero, T.R. was an old softy. After he returned from Cuba, he joined President McKinley's platform as candidate for VP and McKinley and Roosevelt won the election of 1900. He was VP under McKinley for six months until McKinley was assassinated and Teddy took over the White House. Aside from being a major conservationalist, he ironically liked hunting. But just for the sport of it, let there be no doubt about that. Once, one of his guides chased down and clubbed a bear and tied it to the tree. When Teddy Roosevelt saw the bear... He either shot the bear to put it out of its misery, or he let the bear go. One of the two. Accounts vary on this. Political cartoonist Clifford Berryman, who drew for the Washington Post, illustrated the bear as a cub, implying that underneath his rough-and-tough macho image, Teddy was just an old softy at heart. The teddy bear. You're welcome, world. 1988. After British singer Joe Elliott of Def Leppard had referred to El Paso as the place with all those greasy Mexicans, Def Leppard was forced to cancel a concert in El Paso after they received threats that the gig would be disrupted. Will our brethren across the pond never learn about Americans? 
That was almost as bad as another Brit named Ozzy Osbourne who peed on the Alamo. Come on, guys. Knock it off before you get yourselves killed. Moving on to sports news. 1982. Dan Isel of the Denver Nuggets begins a free throw streak of 63 consecutive made. 1978. Leon Spinks beats Muhammad Ali in 15 for the heavyweight title. Ali would win it back later on in September of 1978. 1932. U.S. bobsled team member Eddie Egan becomes the only athlete to win a gold medal in both the Winter and Summer Olympic Games, which he got in boxing in 1920. Like a boss! And that's it for February 15th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Once again, I'm your host, Joe DeCristoforo, and on tomorrow's program... We'll talk about MacArthur will go back to Bataan, keeping his word. We'll wish a happy anniversary to James and Elizabeth Monroe, the patent of the dwarfed peach tree, and in music news, Emerson Lake and Palmer, Bruce Springsteen, and Cat Stevens. So check it out. In the meantime, take a look at the website at joesdailyushistorylesson.com, leave a comment on the comment board, or check out some of the multiple choice questions. So thanks once again for listening, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow.